Broadcasting down on the bayou, it's The Average Marks, a podcast featuring two average Joe wrestling fans talking about the business they love and so much more. And now, here's Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 30 of The Average Marks Podcast. Patrick, how you doing? Doing good, man. We, uh... Hit episode number 30, man. It's starting to fly by very quickly, but uh, looking forward to today's show. We got Brink in the studio with us. We got a lot to talk about uh, with New Japan, NXT, WWE, also a little 205 Live. So we're going to kind of cover most of the bases here in pro wrestling. We also have an interview coming up. I'm about to go over the, uh, the, the rundown here for June 3rd, the Average Marks episode 30. The best of the Super Juniors wrapping up. We have a Block A and Block B winner. We will go over that. Look ahead to the best of the Super Juniors. Uh, I guess you can call it the championship match of the Super Juniors. The finals. Uh, Also, next week is Dominion. So this will be our last show before Dominion. So we will definitely talk Dominion. Give a little preview of that. Also talk a little NXT TakeOver Chicago. Ricochet and Velveteen Dream made official. A lot of people talking about that match. As well as some other matches that are going to be happening uh, at NXT TakeOver Chicago. Also, talk a little bit about the Buddy Murphy-Cedric Alexander match earlier this week. That was a really good match. We're also going to update the Money in the Bank match card as uh, all the Money in the Bank uh, contract matches are pretty much set in stone for the most part. Uh, we'll talk about that. Also, we have a uh, some rumor mill stuff, a uh, possible new Raw TV deal coming up. Also, Booker T comments on uh, CM Punk's future in pro wrestling. Also, the Daniel Bryan contract situation. Then we'll go to Cheap Heat. A, uh, a video was put out for, by uh, Sammy Callahan. We'll talk about that. Also, uh, we've been talking about it for the past couple of days. We're going to walk with Elias. Uh, Ryan yeah. sat down with Elias a couple of days ago, and um, he talked to him. So got a cool little interview with Elias. We'll uh, play that for you guys coming up towards the end of the show. And also a poll about Finn Balor, uh, an interesting poll we put up there. We'll give you the results of that poll Coming up in The Average Marks, episode 30. That's right. You can find us on the internet at theaveragemarks.com. Anywhere you consume podcasts, we're probably there to search us, Average Marks. But especially if you're on iTunes, this is what we need from you. If you download our podcast on iTunes, please leave a ranking, um, or I don't know why I call it a ranking. What's the word that I should look for here? Uh, a rating? A rating, yes. Right. Please rate our podcast every time you listen to it, as well as leave a comment. That will put us in their algorithm and get us suggested to other iTunes users. That would help us out a lot. Also, follow us on Twitter at The Average Marks. All right, so let's dive into our first topic here. The best of the Super Juniors, both Block A and Block B, wrapped up earlier this morning. Let me give you the result of the last day of the uh the, I guess the, the prelimin- preliminaries. Uh, ACH defeated Tiger Mask. Uh, both of those guys have uh, six points in block A. Uh, Kanamaru defeated Bushi. Both of those guys also have six points in block A. A block B match. Taguchi defeated Chris Sabin. Both guys uh, also have six points. Uh, block B matchup. El Desperado defeated Dragon Lee. Uh, block A matchup. Will Ospreay defeated Flip Gordon. Uh, Will Ospreay got 10 points. He's towards the top. We'll get into that in just a second. Uh, Ishimori defeated Yo. Uh, Ishimori also has 10 points in Block A. Then block a Block B matchup. Sho defeated Marty Skrull. Uh, kind of a blow there for Marty Skrull. He had a chance to win Block B there. 
uh, but Sho defeated him earlier this morning. And then the final match, Takahashi defeated Kushida. So now with that being said, the final standings, Block A, um, Ishimori and Will Ospreay both tied at 10. And then, of course, Brink pointed it out to us earlier uh, before we went on the air. Uh, back in night one, Ishimori defeated Will Ospreay one-on-one. So, therefore, yeah. the tiebreaker goes to Ishimori. He wins Block A. Uh, no tiebreaker for Block B is Takahashi takes it all by himself with 10 points. And then Kushida and Marty Skrull. Like I said, Marty Skrull, that last match against, I think it was Show. I just said, yep. Um, yep. lost that match. So, Marty Skrull's out of the running there. So, Ishimori, Takahashi for the best of the Super Junior. I guess it's called like a championship, yeah, huh? It's, it's the best of the Super Juniors. So, the best of the Super Juniors, that'll it's, be tomorrow it's, morning. It's the equivalent of what WWE would do with King of the Ring. Yeah. It's the same thing. So, yeah, so the so those two guys will battle it out tomorrow. Uh, and I tell you what, I haven't been able to watch any of the matches, but I know Cruz, he's been ranting raving on how good these matches have been. I mean, you got guys like Osprey, Flip Gordon, Dragon Lee, Marty Skrull, Kushida Takahashi, and Ishimori. Uh, all these guys put on these great matches. And, you know, one of them, um, there's been a lot of talk, obviously, because Osprey is the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Yep. Will the winner of the Super Juniors challenge him? Uh, Ishimori, you know, already defeated him in the Super Juniors. And that's the... Uh, so he doesn't have to... You said he doesn't, he doesn't even have to win no. the Super Juniors. He can and, go and, up and out there and say, hey, look, I just beat you, so give me a title shot. Well, well, the winner of the tournament is going to get a title shot, mm-hmm. just like the winner of the G1 Climax gets a title shot. Yeah. Um, and Ishimori beat Osprey already. That's why I think Takahashi is going to win the Super Juniors. Uh Takahashi's really good. He's he's a multiple time IWGP junior heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. He's beaten Kushida. He's 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 beaten a lot of guys. He's really good. The one thing he hasn't done in the junior division is win best of super juniors. Um, which I think he's gonna do now since since Ishimori, I know Ishimori's just coming back from excursion mm-hmm. and they want to put him over. He beat Osprey this first night. He's over. Oh yeah. He's part of Bullet Club. He's over. Um I think Takahashi wins, I think. Uh, Takashi, whenever he fights Osprey, he's going to lose to Osprey, and then Ishimori's going to come out, challenge Osprey, Osprey versus Ishimori, and then I think that's where Ishimori's going to get the title. So now does the and winner of the Super Juniors, they get the title shot at Dominion next week? I'm not sure if it's going to be at Dominion or maybe the next one. I'm, the Dominion card's not fully updated yet, and I think probably more of that's because the, that IWGP Junior title match will probably be on the card. They don't want to yeah. give away any spoilers, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there was some videos that came out earlier this week that I saw Osprey. Uh, he had challenged Rey Mysterio back at Strong Style Evolved. Yeah. Challenged him again a couple of nights ago after one of his matches because Rey Mysterio Jr. expected to be in action at Dominion. We still do not know uh, less than a week away who his opponent will be. There's speculation it could be Osprey. You know, we've thrown the name Jushin Thunder Liger out there. I remember Cruz last week was saying maybe that's the reason he was not in the Super Juniors because I think Liger has actually won the Super Juniors multiple times as well. Yes. And you think a guy like well, that would be in the Liger's Super Juniors. Liger's one of the best junior heavyweights of all time. So, mm-hmm. so and I'm hoping, my, me personally, I'm hoping Mysterio and Jushin Thunder Liger. I am too. Because uh, I, I, I went back and uh, watched the match they had, I think, in WCW back in the 90s. What a match that was. That was awesome. It was. I, I went back. Uh, did we watch it together? No, we didn't watch no, it together. It was, oh, I showed Cruz then. Mm-hmm. I, I, me and Cruz went back and watched that match. It was kind of weird because Liger has always been like the face. Yeah. Like 
He was working heel in that match. Oh, yeah. Like, I know it was against Mysterio, it was a WCW guy in WCW. Liger worked heel for most of that match. Mm-hmm. But a, a damn good match nonetheless. Oh, yeah, it was a very good match. It, it, it definitely, uh, and I know Dude Japan's been around for a long time, but at that yeah. time, that match, you know, it looked very similar to a New Japan match of today. So it was a, it was a really good match. That's, That's why I'm looking forward to the rematch because both of these guys obviously been around a long time, but both of these guys now they got that can experience. still go. Yeah, they got they can still go. Now they got the experience wrestling all over the world. It's I hope it's uh it's Liger. I do. Now we like I said we we know for sure Rey Mysterio is wrestling at Dominion. We just don't know who yet. And you know, like I said, we've Osprey's called him out. You know, he was supposed to fight Liger back at Strong Style Evolved. Didn't happen because of Mysterio's injury. So I think those are the two guys right now. But, well, then, you know, we don't know the situation. If if Ishimori, uh, you know, he's already beaten uh, Osprey, And then let's say he does beat Takahashi. Then he's like, I beat you. I won the Super Juniors. I mean, he has the best case of anybody to fight Osprey. So then that- they can wait on Ishimori. Mm-hmm. It's basically because they can do Takahashi Osprey. They can have Osprey. Finally wrestle Mysterio whenever. I mean, they don't have to go to Ishimori right away. Yeah. They can still build up Osprey and build up Osprey and build up Osprey, um, not to Okada level, yeah. but similar to it in the juniors, and then have Ishimori beat him. And they'd be like, oh, man, Ishimori just beat, like, the top junior yeah. heavyweight in the entire world. Absolutely. But that's tomorrow, tomorrow morning, the uh, finals of the best of the Super yeah. Juniors. Uh, Ishimori, Takahashi, that'll be uh, it's gonna be physical. Yeah, it's going to be a great it's match. Really physical. I, I, I'm Boy have to get with you. Get your New Japan uh, yes. World credentials. Might check that match out because yes. I've been try- I've been trying to follow. Um, I've been trying to follow. I've been watching some highlights too. I watched a couple of highlights because they they do put the highlights up on YouTube. So if you want to, and honestly, my my best advice if you want to keep up on the storyline aspect of New Japan, um, on New Japan World and on YouTube, their little press conference style interviews they do mm-hmm. after every match. Yeah, they're on YouTube on their oh, channel. Yeah. Check them out. It will that's where I saw that's because I was watching some of them. And that's where yes. I saw the uh, subscribe to them because that's a channel you need to be. Yeah, because that, that's where I saw Will Osprey yep. challenge uh, Ray Mysterio. So now let's let's move a little bit forward. Now, uh, obviously, the best of the Super Junior Finals are tomorrow, but then less than a week away from Dominion, which right now it's looking like it, it could be the show of the year thus far. It could be better than Wrestle Kingdom with that card what, lineup they what have. New, what New Japan is doing with the Dominion the past couple of years, it's it's making it one of the big shows. Like WWE has the big four, mm-hmm. Rumble Mania, Survivor Series, SummerSlam. They're making Dominion into one of the big shows mm-hmm. because they had Kenny Omega, uh, Omega Okada last year for the IWGP title. That was the 60-minute draw, and they're about to do it again. So, yeah. Well, there should be no draw here. Two out of three balls, no time All limits. We're, we're going to get a winner, and it's I, I can't wait to see how they do this. Uh, of course, you have Okada and Omega – the two out of three falls uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship match. Also, you got Chris Jericho and Naito for the Intercontinental Championship. You have the Young Bucks, I think, challenging for the first time. Is this the first time they challenge for the actual? For the heavyweight. For the heavyweight yes. tag team championships. They're going up against Evil and Sonata. Then you have the Never Openweight Championship, Elgin, Taichi, and Goto. And then, of course, Rey Mysterio set for action. Then they'll probably throw some eight-man, ten-man tag team matches in there, which those are always fun to watch with always. all the guys going always. around. So really looking forward to this. You know, obviously the, the the talk is all about Omega and Okada, the three great matches they put on last year. Uh, you got Okada's 700-plus day title reign, which Unheard at this of. point he's, you know, I don't even know how many more title reigns you could pass. Of course, you have the Br- Bruno San Martinos. But if you're talking 
the last, I don't know, 20, 30 years. I don't think there's anybody else really for him left to pass up, maybe one or two people in all of pro wrestling, not just WWE, not just you know WCW, Impact, in New Japan, whatever. I mean, anywhere in pro wrestling on, on the planet. Yep. But, you know, I've been saying it. You know, if Kenny doesn't win this match, who's going to who's gonna knock off Okada? Because if Kenny's not going to knock him off, I don't see you shouldn't. I mean, if, if Okada's going to beat Kenny in this epic, basically they're making it seem like it's going to be the grand finale of this, this rivalry. And if Okada wins, then like, who's going to knock him off? I, I don't see any way possible Okada wins this match. That's what I'm thinking. I don't. I mean, it's it's Omega's time, and and you said you've seen somebody on Reddit earlier that uh said this is the first time Okada is going to wrestle Omega in the long pants. Yes, that that's going to be his downfall. Mm-hmm. His only weakness is his pants. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what you no, think, man? Uh, o- the, Okada. Yeah, yeah. Me, me and Brink's been going back and forth here. Ryan's been. I think Ryan's well, been going back and forth with uh. Marcus, yeah, on, uh, Marcus on, our, yeah, on, our, yeah. on our YouTube up, stream hey, here. Shout yep. out to Marcus. He said he already uh, gave us five stars on uh, iTunes. Awesome. Thanks, Marcus. We yeah. appreciate it. But, so, yeah, uh, Ryan, man, Okada, Kenny Omega, we're just six days away from it. Let me talk about something I do know. Okay. We're streaming live on YouTube right now. I just made Marcus a moderator. There we go. <laughs> I'm moving go. on. <laughs> okay. No, but but let me let me tell you this. Mod Mark. Uh, yeah. The Texas Lion, Houston Carson. He held the full uh, full throttle wrestling heavyweight championship for about three years. So Okada still got work to do. Yeah, yeah Okada used to. So Okada has something to, to, to <laughs> fight Suck for here. You know, you think seven hundred plus days is impressive, but uh, what Ryan just said that's that's about nine hundred, almost a thousand days yeah. right there. Texas Lion, Houston Carson, check them out. College Station, surrounding areas, Lion Lion Pride Sports. So who wins, o- Okada or? Oh yeah, no, no, I'm with you, Brink. It's it's Omega. It's got to be. Yeah, I think it's got to yeah. be Omega. Of course, if Okada wins, I don't think anybody's going to be upset because Okada's... Now, I do know, uh, speaking of Okada, mentioning anybody that has Access TV, I think they're they're doing like a late-night block. I don't know if it's every night, but mo- between May 3rd and June 14th, they're showing all of Okada's title defenses. Really? Uh, nice. On Access TV. Oh, I would strongly recommend that to yeah, anyone. Uh, all, all- Marcus, the other day you asked me about on, you told me sell you on New Japan, and I mentioned one match. I said Okada versus Shibata. That match will be on there, hundred percent. Watch it. So I don't know. I don't have the. I guess I could have pulled up the schedule, but from May it started. It started on May thirtieth, a couple of days ago. It's going through June fourteenth. There's a late night block. So if you have access TV, I have it. Look, I'll record it for you. You can come go to look the house on. And watch go look it, on your guides. Go check it out. I'm sure you'll see New Japan Pro Wrestling. And they're going to show every, I think it's 12 different title defenses. All and I'm sure it's including the ones against Omega 2, those oh, yeah. six-star matches that they had. So definitely, you, if, you wanna, if, you, you know, if you're a fan of New Japan, you definitely want to go watch those just to kind of get you even hyped up for this match even more if coming you, up. If you want to be sold on New Japan Pro Wrestling, go watch any mm-hmm. of those matches from Okada. Okada's the top dog for yeah. a reason. Now, another okay. match that's happening at Dominion, Chris Jericho and Naito. Yeah. Naito winning. Now, also, I do want to make this before I jump to the next one. Uh, if the IWGP Heavyweight Championship changes hands to Omega wins, all the titles in New Japan will have changed hands since January 1st. The IWGP Heavyweight Championship is the only championship that has not changed hands this year. Every other title, I think some of them, most of them, about half of them, changed hands at, at Wrestle Kingdom, and every other yeah. one since Absolutely. has changed hands. So the IWGP Heavyweight Championship is the only championship that has not changed hands in 2018 that could change in six days. But 
Moving on to the Intercontinental Championship match, you have Naito and Chris Jericho. Of course, Chris Jericho making the return. When was it that he made his return? Because he he was at uh, the New Year's New Year's Dash. He was at New Year's Dash, um, which was the day after Wrestle Kingdom. He was already in Japan. It was in ah, uh, was it Haino Kuni? It was in Fu- in uh, Fukuoka where mm-hmm. he first attacked it was uh, at the beginning of May. I Omega. Think. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the same town uh, that he attacked Omega because he so, attacked. Fukuoka. Yeah, because he attacked. Uh, you know, Naito the night after Wrestle Kingdom at New Year's yeah. Dash. And we didn't see Jericho. You know, we saw him on uh, oh, the Raw, tour, Raw he 25. A, he and he went tour to with Fozzie. But, and then it was almost a little bit of a surprise because some people were of the belief. Because Jer- I think Jericho even came out and said, granted, he was, you know, probably kayfabing it. Said, I'm done with New Japan. So, yeah, but, but he, obviously he, he's not he, now. He's he, didn't, wrestling he didn't say how days. long. Yeah, you, <laughs> you got a point there. So, he came back, attacked Naito. So, now we have this, another great match. Yep. Uh, that I fully expect Naito to win. 100%. Um, Jericho's there just to kind of bring more American fans, even Canadian fans too, but of course Omega already probably got all the Canadian fans. Jer- Jericho being in New Japan brought the diehards mm-hmm. from America or around the world, I should say. But Jericho's a big enough name to where the house, he's a household name. Oh, yeah. Just, you say Chris Jericho, even if you're not a wrestling fan, it's like, oh, yeah, he's that wrestler. He's, he's 100% part of the New Japan expansion mm-hmm. to making it global because people know who Jericho is. Mm-hmm. And they weren't going to get Cena or anybody like that who's oh, more no. of a household name. Oh, absolutely. So and Jer- you want Jericho more than Cena anyways. So. Oh, well, definitely. Because exactly. Jericho, and that's the thing I, I you love. You see him. <laughs> and that's the thing about New Japan. You know, New Japan, as far as the, you know, New Japan, not for kids. Uh, I mean, kids can, I guess kids can watch it, but you got Jericho cursing, flipping the bird. <laughs> like, and, you know, you, you can't, and you can tell and it's hilarious. You can tell he's taking full advantage of that because he knows he can't do stuff like that yeah. in WWE. It's, so and it's he's not flipping even, the bird, cursing it. It's and awesome. You know what's funny? It's like in its basis, New Japan was based off of an anime mm-hmm. or a comic, a J- Japanese comic, some kind of anime for kids. It's just the Japanese censorship laws are so different than ours because our cultures and yeah, they're stuff hardcore like that. UFOs. Yeah, they'll, they can. That's why a lot of the Japanese guys, when they. They want to curse. They do it in in English, either because the Japanese don't know what they're saying or you know the censorship laws. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this: I've always wondered this, and I've never looked it up. What does IWGP stand for? International Wrestling Grand Prix. Mm, it okay. is it is a kayfabe wrestling New Japan organization. Yeah, that it's like the government body. I got you. They are New Japan's version of uh, the authority. Yeah, but not. Heel. Like this, it's not a, a one person. It's like a, a board of members. Um, it's all kayfabe yeah. for New Japan, but they're basically the um, like. So you you won this title match. You come ask us for a, a or you won this match against the champion. You want a title match? Here you go. You earned it. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So it's kind of like their governing body. Gotcha. Kayfabe. So yeah, Jericho Naito, IWGP Intercontinental Title on the line. What's kayfabe? Uh, <laughs> Something we're keeping alive, brother. So I think Naito's gonna win. What do you think, Bring Naito? I mean, no, yeah, Naito's gonna win. Uh, if Jericho wins the title, it might be like the never title. It's not gonna be a big title. He needs to put people over more than making himself look yeah, good. You know? He's kind of like you know in WWE like, now. They kinda, sometimes they'll bring anymore. like it's, it's like Cena. Cena comes back to put you know he puts people over. So it's kind of what Jericho's doing in a way. Yeah, let, in in uh, for the for the record, let uh, anybody tell me Cena doesn't put talent over. And I'll show Cena's win-loss record for the past year and a half. 
He, put, he, he put, ain't won much. He put <laughs> Owens over. He put Rollins over. He put, uh, let's see. Who, uh, AJ. He put AJ he put over. AJ over. So, I mean, yeah, the guy, yeah, he's, he's putting the, the. He put a dead man over. <laughs> the yeah. dude could not move, and he put him over in less than five minutes in Mania. Yes. So, don't Cena, get me started. It'll be a, nah, it'll be a cheap about it, A little bit off yeah. subject here, but the last few WrestleManias for Cena, has, I mean, because you look at WrestleMania 31 was really his last big time win when he beat Rusev for the U.S. title. WrrestleMania 32, he was hurt. He had a he had, he had a little segment where The Rock was tipped by, right. by the, uh, the he Wyatts, came back yeah with, with the Wyatts. Yeah. WrestleMania 33, he had the squash match against the Miz where he proposed to Nikki Bella, and then last year got squashed by the Undertaker. So the last few WrestleManias have been, I mean, I guess the the WrestleMania 33 thing where he, they squashed the Miz and Maurice, and he got to I'm still um, mad at that, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. well, you know what? They better freaking get married because if they don't get married, then I'll be even more mad. I'm so tired of hearing about this ish. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on to the next match uh, scheduled at Dominion, the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Evil and Sonata taking on the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. This one, I mean, you know, one of the best tag teams, if not the best tag team in the world, taking on right now uh, Evil and Sonata, who I think they won the tag team titles back at Wrestle Kingdom, if I'm not mistaken. Or they have Yes. Been? So they've been yes. holding the titles for the, pretty much practically all the whole year. They haven't so defended far. it a lot because Evil got hurt. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, they're still. Well, and this is going to be an interesting match because, of course, we mentioned it a while ago, the first time that the Young Bucks will be challenging for the heavyweight tag team titles. Of course, they've won the junior heavyweight seven? tag team t- titles many times. I think seven. I seven think times. So seven. now they're going for their first um, IWGP ta- heavyweight tag team championships. Uh, you know, it's going to be obviously a tremendous match. I think Evil and Sonata will go over because I think the Young Bucks will have a lot more opportunities to win the IWGP Tag Team Championships. And you were saying that you know Evil got uh, hurt, so they haven't had the chance to defend it. I think maybe they'll try to they'll have them go over, so that way they can get a few more title defenses and you know see where they go down the line with it. But at the same time, it's the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like Evil and Sonata. I'm a Lij Mark. I love Los Angeles. I just I see the Bucks winning here. I mean, they're new to the they're new to the heavyweight division. Their first heavyweight tag match they lost to Omega Nabushi in an extraordinary match. Um, their first title match you have them lose. I don't I don't see that happening. Evil and Sonato can win it back at a later date. I yeah. think this is the Bucks moment here, at Dominion. The but Bucks, I can see the, them using the, Bucks the fact and that Kenny winning titles. That's, but I can see them using the fact that this is their first. Heavyweight championship, tag team championship yeah. match. You got two big old dudes in Evil and Sonata, and then you got the Young Bucks who, let I mean, let's face it, like on paper, size wise, they yeah. just don't match up. But I mean, it's, you know, it's well, they've wrestling. Been te- they've been teaming for twenty something years, bro. Well, maybe not that long, but for their entire lives, yeah. they've been teaming. Well, yeah, I mean, they're brothers. And they're so. brothers. So I mean, but at the same you, time, you know, like I said, they're gonna it's, it's, it's gonna be a great match. They're gonna tear the house down. At the end of the day, I think they're gonna find a way. Evil and Sonata, they're gonna find a way. To get a, I mean, like I said, they're going to get tested. They're, the Young Bucks are going to give them a run for their money, no yeah. doubt about it. But I think Evil and Sonata, they're just, you know, the first, like I said, because it's the first, it's the first, it's like going, to, you, you're going to a whole new cl- weight class in, yeah. in a way is what you is what's happening. So I think but, they're going to have Evil and Sonata just. Well, I think, with, I think with Young Bucks, what they have to their advantage is the fact they have been teaming for so long. Mm-hmm. Even Sonata are not a, a natural tag team like mm-hmm. the Bucks are. Yeah, like 
Evil Evil has won the never open weight title as a singles wrestler. Mm-hmm. Sonata is damn good as a singles wrestler. He's the you want to you want to uh, ask me who the future of New Japan is? Sonata. Sonata is the future of New Japan. He's that good. He's he's got the size. He's got the athleticism. He's got the ability. He ain't got much on the mic, but he doesn't really have to because he mm-hmm. says everything he needs to say in the ring with his his matches and his moves. He was trained by Great Muda, and one of the my favorite wrestlers of all time. Yeah, um, but the Bucks have that tag team um, chemistry. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah, um, even on Sonata, don't. So I, that's why I'm thinking Bucks. Bucks win this one here. Ryan, what you think? Bucks going over on Evil and Sonata? Or? Yeah, they're the hottest thing in wrestling right now. If you take Omega and Cody out the picture. Um, and then they're still the elite, so yeah, it's yeah. still the hottest thing. Yeah, I think um, – but, I mean, I can see how Patrick's talking about it too. If anybody can survive you know, a loss, it would be your first title match and the Young Bucks. Yeah. So – I can see it going either way, but yeah, I think I think the Young Bucks are going to take it. See, see if if I, and and this is my opinion. I think if the Bucks would have beaten Omega and Ibushi in their first match, then yeah, they could take the loss here in their first heavyweight title match. But they lost their very first match as a heavyweight team, so mm-hmm. I don't think they want to have their first title match be a loss too. Which which I understand what y'all are saying. Like the Bucks can take this loss and and not hurt them. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think the Bucks are going to. Take the titles, yeah, and I can understand them putting the you know the titles in the Bucks too. I mean, they're the That's hottest, money. the hottest tag team in all of wrestling right now, no doubt. As about it. As much as I love Sonata with and the Evil, exception maybe the Golden Lovers, but as much as I love Sonata and Evil, they're not moving the merch and uh, the sales like the Young Bucks would mm-hmm. or currently are doing. That's so. the thing. The Bucks. That's the thing. That to me, the Bucks don't even need the title. They don't. I mean, I guess in this one, You're they right? Do. They don't, but. I guess this one they cut they you know from a, from they a probably merch, need this one more than, than from a merch standpoint no they don't need the the belts mm-hmm. from a, a want to be the greatest tag team that ever lived they need the titles mm-hmm. and so as I was saying as I was about to say maybe these titles they need more than because I mean they won the IWGP Junior Tag Team Title seven times they're already uh, they're already lauded as the best tag team in the world mm-hmm. hands down and it's hard to argue with them but the one point that you could argue is they've face nothing but juniors in new japan mm-hmm. i mean i know every other uh, promotion around the world they fought guys that are bigger than them different weight classes and stuff yeah but like big promotion wise new japan they've they've only fought juniors mm-hmm. so if they want to be the best team in the world they got to beat the heavies in new japan too you got to beat evil and sonata you got to beat killer elite squad you got to beat goto and yoshihashi you got to beat the new japan tags the heavies how's this for a little fantasy booking Young Bucks win the tag team titles from Evil and Sonata. Yep. Their first defense, the Golden Lovers. What? Money. And mm-hmm. and you said the Bucks didn't need the titles. That's right there. It's like the Bucks need the titles. That's For that money. reason, they need the titles. That's but like money. from a, for, just to me overall, you know, if they lose, it would not hurt them once one bit. No, all. and it wouldn't. But I think the upside of them winning is is greater than just, oh, just yeah. take a loss. I mean, no. winning, winning any title, obviously, yeah. will, yeah. you know, won't hurt. So here's what uh, I was thinking. They win. They're yay in the ring. Q killer elite squad. They come in, totally decimate them. They take the belts and they're like, you got to be heavyweights to be a heavyweight champion. You don't deserve these belts. And that would be the ultimate new Japan, David versus Goliath story. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you're putting the young bucks who are 
technically tweeners, but their face, they're getting cheered wherever they go. Mm-hmm. Killer Elite Squad, 100% heel. They're mm-hmm. getting booed wherever they go. Mm-hmm. I mean, you couldn't. I like that a lot. Yeah. I, I, that would not surprise me at all. Let's, let's, I'll call it right now. Bucks win. KES comes out, beats the crap out of them. Almost slipped up right there. Caught myself. <laughs> Thank you, Brink. Yeah. Um, and then sets up Bucks versus KES. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all right. I'm all right with that. Mm-hmm. And then the other match that'll be happening at Dominion will be uh, the never, so far that's one that's confirmed, never open weight championship three-way match, Goto, Elgin, and Taichi. Uh, I don't know too much about these cats, but... Um, Goto is awesome. Mm-hmm. He is uh, he's a part of chaos. He's with Okada. He's trying to do the yeah, Japan is, dojo. He, he he's, is, the cur- he's the current never open weight champion. He's amazing. Um, Elgin, a Canadian beast. Like he's he's the powerhouse. He's, so he has a hell of a, he has a hell of a beard on him there. What I can see in this picture. He's a sneaky athletic. Like he won't go to the top rope and do a moonsault or nothing, but he'll like do leapfrogs and jumps out from like use the rope and jump out from the ring to the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's super powerful, super strong. Tai Chi is the exact opposite of everything I just said about Goto and Elgin. He is your chicken ish heel. Yeah, he's he. Does not have flashy moves. He has a horrible entrance music, but Tai Chi's is gimmick. it worse than Big Cass's theme music? Oh uh, no, that's pretty. That's pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> Big Cass bad. has the worst entrance music oh, I think I've bad. ever heard. The Tai Chi's gimmick is that okay in real life or realistically, Tai Chi's a really good wrestler. His gimmick, he don't give a crap. He doesn't care what the fans think, but not in the same way your typical heel in America doesn't. Like, all the Japanese fans know he's a really good wrestler. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to curse, so if y'all want to time stamp this joke. Oh, wait, hold he, on. Well, he half-asses everything. Oh, no, that'll make it. Okay, that'll make it. Cool. Yeah, he half-asses everything. Mm-hmm. That's his gimmick. He can come out and be a great wrestler, but he's going to half-ass it to piss off the fans. Mm-hmm. That's Tai Chi. He's going to do the heel things that he doesn't need to do, but he's doing them to piss off the fans. He is, he is one of the pure true heel. He's a pure heel, especially in Japan. Mm-hmm. Hey, like, you, he has his own chant. You know, everybody does the, uh, the Cena sucks. Uh, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. The Japanese fans have a chant for Tai Chi. It's Tai Chi, go home. <laughs> Every time wow. he comes out, the fans will chant Tai Chi, go home. And it's amazing. Hey, we just got a tweet from CFO. They said, screw you, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell them to – because you know what? When Big Cass turned heel, I remember they gave him some entrance music, and then they changed it again because it was so terrible. It's <laughs> like everyone, was, terrible? everyone was hating. It's like, oh, that sounds like you know entrance music generic 4 from well, WWE 2K18 well, guess or guess what? They changed it from generic 4 to generic 5. It ain't much better. <laughs> no, it ain't. It's not much better not at better. all. But with, oh, with that being said, uh, the never open weight championship. Who do you think wins that match? Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Tai Chi's gonna hold on. You just tai- said this dude sucks. No, uh, he's a good wrestler. He's just he's he, a pure heel. He's a he's in a triple threat match. Mm-hmm. He's gonna sneak this victory out of there somehow. Probably over Elgin. He'll probably low blow him or hit him with his little mic stand. He comes out uh, lip syncing his song uh-huh. with this mic. <laughs> Jeez. And then plays it like he's the one actually singing. Yeah. Um, he has his wife, uh, his valet brings him, escorts him to the ring or whatever. She's going to get involved. Um, this is the perfect match for Tai Chi to 
to steal a victory and get a title, which would be his first heavyweight title because he was in the juniors for a while. He's just recently bumped up to heavies. Well, um, Also, if you need to know any more about um, how heel he is, he's a part of Suzuki Goon. So that's 100% heel. Mm-hmm. And Elgin's going to be uh, distracted by looking at the ladies in the crowd to see which one he's going to send a nasty text to. Probably. <laughs> so Probably. I think, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I would think Goto could retain. Um, Goto and Elgin, have, or uh, Goto's the current, but I think Elgin has held the title before, mm-hmm. too. So they're both previous. Never Dude, like, that, that, that is a sneaky pick. Cause, uh, based on what you told me, I was like, well, I don't think Taichi's going to win. He's just kind of there. Sounds like he's just kind of there to be there. But This is not one of those inst- instances where he's there just to take the pin. Mm-hmm. Like I... Like WWE, I mean, maybe like Elgin Stu. wins. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to pick that match because I really, truly. I don't think Elgin's going. I think, gonna, sure. I think it's going to be Goto or Taichi, and I, I have to pick Taichi just because everyone hates him. I low key like him. <laughs> 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 I like Goto too, but I think Taichi yeah. wins. And then of course Rey Mysterio Jr. in action. We don't know who against who, but uh, uh he, but I, I think regardless who he wrestles, he's winning. Yeah, I think we. Yeah. Especially if it's Liger, because mm-hmm. Liger's beaten him already. Even the in New up. Japan or WCW? Yeah, okay. That was the last only time those two ever wrestled, huh? To my knowledge, yeah. Interesting. You know, I was reading something. Uh, it was very interesting. I think way back in the day, like in the eighties, um, New Japan and WWE had a had a working relationship. I think so. Because I found a picture. I know WCW did. I'm pretty sure because I because I think Hulk Hogan back when he was in WWE. Was in some of these new, like I think it was in the New Japan Cup or something like no, that. Was that? Um, so was Andre the Giant. He did a lot of work. And I saw a, I saw a picture on Reddit. It's an old picture. It was I know probably from the eighties. Vince McMahon was sending Jushin Thunder Liger out. I don't think Jushin Thunder Liger ever wrestled for WWE, has he? The only time he did was a couple years ago at NXT when he fought Tyler. So this, this was this was uh, this picture was taken a long time ago. Um. Maybe yeah, late eighties. To, to my knowledge, Liger's never wrestled WWE. I'm pretty it sure it upsets me because Muda, my favorite wrestler, has never wrestled in WWE. Mm. He I'm wrestled pretty, in WCW. I'm pretty sure. Wait, this was actually way back in the eighties or nineties? Because WCW and New Japan had a working agreement, like uh, New Japan and Ring of Honor have now. This might have been the late eighties, maybe early nineties. I don't remember. Sting, Hogan, uh, the Steiners, they wrestled a lot in New Japan mm-hmm. because of that working yeah. Vader? agreement. Vader. Yeah. Well, no, I think Vader was there on a New Japan contract. It, mm, it may have okay. been WCW, but I because I saw something I know, on. I know Hogan wrestled there. I but saw I know something he was on Wikipedia. There was like a. It, it it seemed like it was a belt that was Vader. I think the that Road was, Warriors that too was, were there. It was a belt that was that they ended. It was like WWF slash New Japan. It was like a, I don't know. It was I I have to look it up and figure it out. And that may have been before WWF too. That might have been WWWF. Could have been, yeah. That might have been early '80s because New Japan's been around since what? '72, '72, 1972. So yeah, so I have a I have a feeling at one point, probably in the '70s or '80s, they had a working relationship with New Japan. Maybe so. I'm just not aware of it. But um, going back now, okay, Rey Mysterio set for action. Uh, that's what it says on the. No, he's going to win no matter who he faces. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's Liger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't don't know for sure. But I'm hoping it's Liger. Well, that's what we got so far for Dominion. Any other matches that will be added, or once we find out who Rey Mysterio's opponent will be, uh, keep it locked to our Facebook and Twitter pages. We'll definitely share that news I will, uh, once it happens. I will say this, too. I'll be willing to bet that uh, the winner of the Super Juniors 
will face Osprey at Dominion, which mm-hmm. is probably why most of the court hasn't been updated yet, so they don't yeah. spoil nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure Osprey will be defending against either Ishimori or uh, Hiromu at Dominion. Gotcha. So let's move on now to uh, the next thing we were going to talk about. Uh, it's, it was made official. Um, I kind of, I guess we've been spoiling it the last couple of weeks because we talked about the NXT TakeOver Chicago card, but Ricochet Velveteen Dream one-on-one was confirmed this week. And uh, that's one of the hot things everyone everyone has been talking about. The segment on NXT earlier this week where Velveteen Dream, he's, he's coming out, you know, telling Ricochet anything you can do, I can do better. Ricochet is standing in the middle of the ring. Velveteen standing on the ramp. And Ricochet is just standing there. And like it's absolutely nothing, just starts running, cuts a flip outside of the ring, onto the ramp, lands on his feet and just stands there in front of him and just says, then show me. And, I mean, it was I, – I know y'all have seen it, y'all. I, have, I, I mean, it, it. It, I don't think – when's the last time you've seen that kind of athleticism in WWE? Easy. Never. <laughs> Never. Never. As much good talent as WWE has and has had, Ricochet's not human. You know, you know what watching Ricochet – Ricochet – is like watching someone jump off a diving board into a swimming pool mm. just 24/7. Except he doesn't That's even he doesn't, he doesn't even he doesn't even need a diving board. He doesn't need water. He the doesn't earth, need to land in water. The earth is his diving board is his diving board. He can jump off of anything and yeah. probably cut flip. I tell you what though, that match, a lot of people are thinking that match has the potential to be match of the year. Um it probably will be. Certainly has potential to be five stars without a doubt. Looking forward to that match. Uh, the rest of the card, hopefully I'm not spoiling uh, anything. Let's see, let me pull that up here. So, of course, you have Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. Gargano and Ciampa, another match that is already they fought this year, a five-star match. Yeah. So, looking forward to that one. Alistair Black taking on Lars Sullivan for the NXT Championship. That's going to be very physical. That's going to be super physical. That's going to be super physical. And then the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong taking on I always mess this one up. Uh, Oni Lorcan. Oni Lorcan. Oni Lorcan and uh, Danny Birch for the NXT Tag Team Championships. You know, I'm trying to figure it out here, but where's the, uh, you know, I'm hoping they add one more match, and it's hopefully it's Adam Cole defending the NXT North America Championship against somebody. But then again, I don't know if he's defending it. I'm, let me go look real quick because they have the, whatchamacallit, the UK tournament. Coming up, let me look. What are they doing with War Machine? Who's War Machine? The War Raiders. War Raiders. Oh yeah, crap. yeah. They were on yeah. NXT this past week. They squashed uh, somebody. They, uh, slow build, brother. Uh, slow build. Slow Give them burn, time. Huh? Yep. But I mean, did you really expect them to to push both Ricochet and War Machine to the moon right uh, away? Well, I mean, Rico- Ricochet. Yes, oh, I understand that, but that. And War Machine's already made a name a lot for themselves. Of, a lot of people don't realize how much depth NXT has. Yeah, no, they do. They have a lot of guys, especially in that tag division, that haven't gotten a chance yet in the, the big spot, like Street Profits. Super over. Super entertaining. Really good wrestlers have not had a, a big moment yet mm-hmm. because also, that, that division is so deep. Also, I think I, I read somewhere that NXT will be playing when the new TV deal for SmackDown Included in that, I saw somewhere NXT will have a replay on FS1 
Nice. So they'll be playing. It'll still be live on the network, which is good. They, yes, they should not change that. that. The network no. needs NXT and 205 Live, for that matter. But uh, they're going to have a replay on FS1, which I think is tremendous because uh, NXT could certainly use that kind of exposure. It wouldn't hurt them by but. any means. Now, you're talking about the, the depth. The bad thing about NXT, it's only one hour. So it, as much depth as you have on NXT, it's like, man, it's... And that's what, I, that's what I liked about it, because I did sit down and I watched NXT. It's kind of fast-paced, because they try and get as much in as they can in one hour, and the good thing is they're on the network, so I guess they're not really necessarily... They have to do it in one hour. They can go one hour five, one hour ten, whatever they want. So, um, But I was talking about the NXT North American Championship yeah. being defended at NXT TakeOver Chicago. It looks like it's going to be defended June 19th, day two of the UK tournament special on the network. That's the Tuesday after Money in the Bank. Uh, Adam Cole, they still do not have a an opponent yet, but right now it says Adam Cole versus TBA, TBA for the uh, NXT North American Championship. Pete Dunne will also face the winner of the UK tournament. UK tournament. Uh, also, they're going to do a bracketology special for the UK tournament on... Do you have the list of participants? I do. Uh, I have the first round matchups right let's, here. Let's go through them because some of the guys I've heard of before, I might be able to... Give a little bit of insight. There's a first round matchup: Zach Gibson versus Amir Johnson. Um, I don't know much about either one. I may have watched like one match from Gibson. I think he wrestles. He wrestled some for what culture when they would had their wrestling promotion. I forgot the name of it now. You should but. know these next two guys: Drew Gulak and gentleman Jack Gallagher. First yeah, round matchup: um, two two hundred five live guys. Two hundred five guys. Yep, that's gonna be really good. Flash Morgan Webster versus James Drake. Flash Morgan Webster is um, he's a good technical wrestler. But he's got the flamboyant style to him, too. He's he's really good. Um, I don't know much about the other guy. Flash Morgan Webster, the only one in the tournament from the country of Wales. Yeah. Tyson T-Bone versus Jordan Devlin. Uh, I've heard of Jordan Devlin. I'd have, I don't I think, think he I've was trained watched. by Finn, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> he looks like Finn Balor. Yes, he was. He oh, he was in last year's tournament, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was. Might have been. Okay, yeah. I swear I'm knowing him from. Yeah, he's, he's like a... Uh, uh, a cocky heel fin. Mm-hmm. So there's a uh, Tucker versus Joe Coffee. Um, don't know Tucker. Uh, Joe Coffee wrestles a lot in Europe. I've seen his name around. I don't think I've watched many of his matches, but I've heard of the name. There's Dave Mastiff versus Kenny Williams. I don't know either one. Ligerio or like Ligero? El Ligero. Legero versus yes. Travis Banks. That's going, that's going to be a really good match. I said, I heard a lot of people talking about Travis Banks. He Travis is Banks from, is really good. He's uh, he's from New Zealand. Travis Banks. Travis Banks really good. El Legero is really good. That's and the, gonna the be last good. Uh, first round match. Legero's got one of the. He's a. Uh, I think he's from Europe. I'm not exactly sure where he's from, but he's got uh, like a luchador style, a luchador mm-hmm. mask. One of the uh, more crazier luchador masks you'll ever see. He's got like the traditional mask, but he's got horns and like a top part of here is just mm-hmm. gone, and it's like his bald head. Uh-huh. There's it's gonna be really the, there's cool gonna, on, on the network. There's gonna be a bracketology special for this tournament. Yeah. It's either this Thursday or next Thursday. I can't remember. Um, I have to look that up. Okay. Uh, the last first round matchup: Ashton Smith versus Joseph Connors. I don't know Smith. Connors is another guy that wrestled a lot. Um, he wrestled a lot in Europe, and I've seen him on uh, what cultures promotion. That I cannot remember remember the name of right now. But with that being said, okay, that's all the matchups. Yeah. Any um, name that stuck out to you that could possibly win this tournament? Um, Banks, Legero, or uh, Devlin. Uh, I don't think they're going to put Gulak or Gallagher because they're already established names within WWE. 
Um, I think it'll be one of the the local boys. I'm surprised they put those two like together in the first round. You think they'd maybe kind of spread them out a little bit? I mean, knock them out of the tournament right away. Yes, yeah. So Gulag also, I'm kind of confused. He's not from Europe, if I'm not mistaken. He's yeah. he's, he's American. Yeah, I so think he's, from, he's like, the only Ohio American in the tournament. Something. Yeah, but his last name is Gulag. I mean, come on. <laughs> They had the American. Put him there's, in there. It says on Wikipedia he's an American professional I'm, wrestler. I know. Uh, I know a lot of Americans with the last name Hernandez. Doesn't yeah. mean they're, they're Spanish or anything or Mexican. Um, Stereotyping. Well, while we're talking about job. the UK tournament, uh, the, that first round is going to take place June eighth through the tenth. So that's actually coming this weekend at the yes. Download Festival. That I don't think that'll be on TV or anything. But probably not. Maybe but the quarterfinals. It'll probably be on the network. The quarterfinals, semifinals, and the final. Plus, we'll all be on June 18th of the... Uh, so they're going to have to wrestle three matches on the 18th? If you yes. win the UK tournament, you got to wrestle three is, matches in one this night? Is the, this is the lineup for June 18th on the network. Um, it, there's a six-man tag team match, British Strong style. Pete Dunne, Trent Seven, Tyler Bate yep. versus the Undisputed Era. That's going to be That's a fun match. That's going to be an awesome That's going to be a fun match. match. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong. That's also. Be fun. Fatal four-way match to determine the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship. Isla, Isla Dawn, Jenny, Killer Kelly, and uh, Tony Storm. And Only then, one of those I've heard of before. Yeah, Tony Storm. Tony That's the one I've heard of. Um, really good, too. Really good. And then they're going to have the four quarterfinal matchups. It's either going to be Zach Gibson or Amir Johnson versus Drew Gulak or gentleman Jack Gallagher. Flash Morgan Webster or James Drake versus Tyson T-Bone or Jordan Devlin. Uh, Tucker or Joe Coffey versus Dave Mastiff or Kenny Williams and Nigeria or Travis Banks versus Ashton Smith or Joseph Connors. They're also going to have the semifinals and the finals. So, yes, the oh winner of that tournament will have wrestled three or the, the two that make it to the finals will have wrestled three matches in, a, in one night. So that yeah, Whoever will, wins is going to earn it that day. Jesus. Absolutely. And then the next night, they challenge Pete Dunne for the United Kingdom Championship. Oh Pete so, Dunne's going to remain champion. Yeah. <laughs> And then the That's next insane. night, Adam Cole defends the NXT North American Championship. We don't know against who yet. Shayna Baszler will take on the winner of that Fatal 4-Way match. The Undisputed Era will defend their tag team titles for the second time in three days against nobody knows. And a, a pretty cool tag team match is going to happen that second night, too. Alistair Black and Ricochet will team up to take on EC3 and Velveteen Dream. Ooh. So that'll be an interesting tag I'm team match. I'm really looking forward yeah. to this UK Tournament special on uh, on the network should be really fun. Also, Triple H and Shawn Michaels will be there. Uh, they're advertising Triple H and Shawn Michaels there. I don't know if they're going to be well, announcers or well, Michaels coaches at NXT now. So that's good. That's, that's it's a good guy to have there. Oh so. God, yeah. So I that's the, to everything he said and like. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's uh, what's going <laughs> yes, on between NXT Takeover Chicago. And uh, did, let's see, did I finish going over the NXT TakeOver Chicago? Yeah, I did, because yeah. uh, I was trying to figure out if they have a fifth match. So yeah. let's jump now. Uh, real quick, I just want to go over this, because uh, we're kind of, you know, taking up a lot of time here. Um, the 205. Well, we, got, we got a two-and-a-half-hour podcast to beat, brother. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> 205 Live this past week, Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander uh, for the Cruiserweight Championship. I'm not going to spoil it in case anybody hasn't seen it. Uh, but I'm going to tell you what. Go watch that match. It's a 20-plus-minute match. The crowd is hot. Arguably the great, the best match in the history of 205 Live, which, I mean, there, there's been some good matches in 205 Live. I'm not going to say there's been trash matches, but lately since Triple H has taken it over, Triple H is, you know, just like NXT, he's trying to take 205 Live to the next level. That match, which now also another story that came out this week, Cruiserweights will no longer be featured on 
Monday Night Raw. So now that kind of, you know, ups the ante on 205 Live. So now, yeah, you have the Cruiserweight title. Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander, go watch that match. I watched it. I would give it probably four and a half stars on the Dave Meltzer rating. So I would, uh, it was a really good match. I was highly entertained. The crowd was into it. It was just really awesome. Definitely, I wouldn't say match of the year, but it's in the conversation. Certainly in the conversation. At least if it, when it comes to WWE matches, in the conversation. With like a Gargano, uh, Ciampa, Gargano, Almas, and uh, the, the ladder match, North American title ladder match at NXT TakeOver New Orleans. So definitely go watch that match if you haven't. I like how we say WWE match of the year and list nothing but NXT matches. <laughs> <laughs> Miz versus Rollins. Um, <laughs> that was a good match too. Um, at least that's what everybody was saying, which I, I agree. Um, so that's just what I wanted to say about that. So let's d- jump now to Money in the Bank, which will be the night after NXT TakeOver Chicago and the night before the UK tournament special starts on the network. The updated match card, we have all the spots filled in the women's championship. I mean, uh, the women's la- Money in the Bank ladder match for a contract for the women's championship. Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Lana, Naomi, and the final participant who won her spot on Monday night, Sasha Banks. Uh, the men's match, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, The Miz, Rusev, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and then one of the three members of the New Day, Brinkman, I, I think you're, you're leaning towards Kofi. 100%. Um, Just I'm for the spectacle. Yeah, I, I, I think they're going to put in Big E. I think that's what everybody thinks is going to happen. Especially if they plan on having Big E win it, obviously, put Big E in the match. But if they don't have Big E slated to win the contract, I could see Kofi Kingston. I could see Xavier Woods because, in my opinion, I've been watching SmackDown the last couple of weeks. Xavier Woods has been putting on some fantastic matches. See, I think a lot of people don't realize Xavier Woods can go. Oh, he can. He can go. In my opinion. But he's so damn good on the mic as the as one of the mouthpieces. Oh, yes. Like, he doesn't have to wrestle all that much. In my opinion. But he can go. If it wasn't for like the strength of Big E and just his his size and you know physique, yeah. I would have Xavier overall like on the mic wrestling athletic. Xavier Woods might be the best wrestler of those three. Yeah, hands down, he is like he, Big E's got the size and the power, mm-hmm. but Xavier's low key strong too. I mean, he's not Big E strong, mm-hmm. but for his size, he's strong and he's yeah, technically Xavier really good. And he is, uh, in my opinion, very underrated as a wrestler. A lot of, a lot of people don't give him the credit he deserves. Uh, going down the list, AJ Styles, Nakamura for the WWE Championship last man standing match. Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship match. A lot of people got eyes on that match. It's it's Ronda's first televised singles match, and it's for the Raw Women's Championship. A lot of people are, are just kind of skeptical about this match because it's Nia Jax. Nia Jax is I'm not, still... I'm not skeptical about the match. I'm skeptical of the timing. Mm-hmm. Like Rousey should be nowhere near this title right now. Nowhere near. I, I see. I said thing. I don't think this match is going to have a, a true winner. I think this is going to no. end in a disqualification you've been, you've been putting Nia, you've been putting over the fact that Nia Jax is the 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 dominant woman because of her size and her they do call her the irresistible force the irresistible force and you're going to throw her in there with her her first or second title defense against Ronda Rousey the who hasn't quote, wrestled unquote, a singles match woman on the planet who Ronda hasn't Rousey. wrestled a singles match in WWE mm-hmm. no so that match I, I don't know about it honestly it, I don't even want to watch it there's mm-hmm. ten, there's going to be 10 matches that night I have a feeling that's going to be one of the shortest matches of the night 
Nia Jax Ronda It'll Rousey. probably be like the second to last match because it's Rousey. Yeah. Because of her name value. It's going to be late. It's going to be late. It's going to be in the... And I think also this might be four hours, I think. This might... I think they move now all the WWE pay-per-views going forward, which they're always, there's only one once a, one a month now because they're co-branded, but if they be four hours. If they do it right, it won't seem like four hours. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Also, Carmella versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, I swear if Oscar loses, I swear I'll <laughs> stop watching. Um, somebody was uh. It, when they were, let me let me rephrase it. If Carmella pins Oscar, I'll stop watching. I would agree. Um, I don't know if I'll stop watching, but I'll I would sort of be like, what the hell, you know? Um, uh, the next match could be a match of the year uh, contender: Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm about to punch it. <laughs> no, it was funny because I was on Reddit and you know they were talking about Ricochet and Velveteen Dream possibly being match of the year and one of the top comments was hilarious. They were like that's a bold statement considering Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal is the next night. <laughs> but uh they, they got that match uh the SmackDown Tag Team Championships Bludgeon Brothers versus the Good Brothers uh, Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson back in the uh, tag team championship picture. Um, it's good to see, even though they're going to lose. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn in a singles match. Honestly, don't care. Seth Rollins <laughs> taking on Elias for the Intercontinental Championship. That's going to be really good. Rollins will win, but holy, holy-ish, that'll be a good match. Yes. We're going to see that match tonight. Yeah, we get to yeah. see that match tonight at the uh, Civic Center. A little preview of Money oh, in the Bank. Not bad, Brink. Daniel Bryan versus oh, Big Cass, <laughs> which was announced yesterday in a singles match. Honestly, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Uh, uh, Daniel Bryan should go over on big cast there. So that's the should. that's the updated money in the bank card. Let's jump now to rumor mill. Let's go. Uh, so get get your thing ready over there, Ryan. Uh, first thing I'm gonna go over just real quick. A possible new TV deal for Monday Night Raw. Of course, SmackDown got the Fox TV deal for one billion dollars. But according to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com, he tweeted out. A few days ago, WWE getting $1.35 billion for Raw over five years from NBCU per The Hollywood Reporter. And what that would mean is looks like Raw would stay on the USA Network. So that's just a rumor there. There's nothing obviously has been made official. But according to The Hollywood Reporter or whatever, that's what uh, that is. So um, just something that I want to throw out there. Um, now the next one is something worth talking about and, uh, we can discuss Booker T has some comments about CM Punk. This is what he said, quote, I think he will be at all in. I think if he loses this fight regarding, uh, his fight, uh, to UFC 225 on June 9th, this coming Saturday, if he loses this fight, he will be at all in with the young bucks and Cody Rhodes making his way back to the pro wrestling world. I really think CM Punk missed the wrestling world. I just think he had a bad taste in his mouth, but he can get it back. That's what Booker T said. So with that being said, if CM Punk loses, he might win. We don't know. We're going to find <laughs> out. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's over there laughing. Um, he's not Mickey Gall he's fighting this time. I don't, I don't even know who he's, I'm not sure who he's fighting. But um, but he's fighting an actual martial artist. Well, is like it? it's not another parkour guy. Yeah. Um, so... Hypothetically, okay, let's say he loses the match. Yeah, he could win. I don't know. But Come let's on. say he, okay, we're, we're talking hypotheticals here. He loses the match. <laughs> Does he show up at All In? Bring, what do you think? I think if he wins, he shows up at All In. Like It's interesting. Like in, the, in that quote, Booker T said he was just burnt out. I think he was, or had a bad taste in his mouth. That was from WWE, not wrestling. Yeah. 
I think he's going to be at a at all in a hundred percent, win or lose. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what you think? Yeah. First of all, thanks a lot, Triple H, for ruining a good thing. Uh, number two, he's going to lose that fight, Patrick. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. He's going to get beat up again. Uh, His cauliflower ear is going to be like three foot wide. I don't think that was the question. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it is. It's part of the question. It's part of him winning or losing. Uh. But anyways. Um. Uh, where was I going with this? Punk was going to win his UFC fight. No, 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 no! I didn't say that. Uh, Talk about all in him at all in. Or yeah, yeah. Come back to pro wrestling. Yeah, he's going to be there. He's getting back in the game. I, he's going to be tired of getting his face bashed in. I read a a funny or not. It's not a funny article, but it was a funny moment in the uh, CM Punk Colt Cabana versus the uh, Doctor Amon uh, trial going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the question that every single wrestling fan has ever wanted to ask or anybody who has ever met CM Punk has asked him, he finally confirmed what CM stood for. I did see that, but I didn't, I didn't he read finally, much into it. Chick what? Magnet. Chick Magnet? It stood for Chick Magnet. Really? Wow. He, every time anybody would ask him, he'd come up with different words like... Uh, Chicago Made. Chicago Made or something like that. It's it it because I think the lawyer and he answered that question under oath. Under oath, so yeah, that is oh, wow. under the oath. He said Which it stood for chick magnet. One of my well, I've lied under oath before. I mean, it's easy to do. Uh-oh. Um, uh oh. But look, I'll see you later. <laughs> I've, never, I've never been under oath. So, <laughs> but look, I mean, the point is, um, Booker T. Next time you steal some of our material, we've been saying this for two months. You better give credit where credit's due, bud. <laughs> Uh oh, we have a Ryan's rant on Booker T here. Yeah. Maybe uh, we're gonna have some problems, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> we coming for you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I ain't gonna say it, but yeah, that's yeah, we, what, uh, uh, <laughs> Ryan wants Booker T to apologize five times. Yeah, yeah. five times. Five. So y'all both think CM Punk will be at all in regardless when or lose. He, 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 he was at the the press conference. He was backstage at the it's press conference. It's in Chicago. Yeah, Punk owns Chicago. Punk wants to murder people in the crowd when his music hits. <laughs> yeah. So um, can't wait. I I don't know. I, I it's to me it's early to say if he's going to be there or not. What is the date for? Is it September first? September first. It's a Saturday, the first Saturday of college football. Too. Yeah. Guess who ain't watching college football that day? Um, I'm gonna be watching. Well, LSU plays the September second. So. I uh, I work September first. I will be putting in vacation time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will be all for all. We still in. don't know where this this show will be streaming either. So of course, obviously, once that is determined, we will Facebook which, Live. So a lot of people, are, a lot of people are saying Fight TV. So I'm okay but, with that, but we'll see. I'm, okay yeah, I'm, with I'm cool with whatever. I just want to see it. Somebody's yep. iPhone. So that's what that's the uh, the Booker T comments on CM Punk. He thinks uh, if he loses, he's going to come back to pro wrestling and all in. But where does he go after that? I don't. We don't know. Well, we, no. we could talk about that. Another day. Well, I know one place he'd be welcome, and that he's never competed before. New Japan. He'd be welcome anywhere. I think, even WWE. I think if he walked in there, and says I want to come back, if, which that would never happen. But if, if he came back and said he wanted to come back, I think WWE would say. Oh. If Punk puts on Twitter just a tweet that says, "I'm back," New Japan needs to get a hold of him right away. You want to expand globally and in the Americas, get CM Punk. Mm-hmm. That would be very, very uh, interesting. So. Um, one more thing in the rumor mill, Ryan, you have uh, something about Daniel Bryan? Yeah, I watched a video from What Culture Wrestling this morning, and um, they made a very strong point about the fact that 
they think Daniel Bryan is wrestling at all in. And because he hasn't signed his contract yet, it runs out in August, September, he's in all in, and then he'll start wrestling for ROH New Japan. And I have Daniel Bryan's opponent. You know, you know, play fantasy book. I know who Daniel Bryan should wrestle at all in. Who? CM Punk. Oh my wow. god! How amazing! Punk's first match would be against. But when back is, would be they should give out Daniel Bryan Kleenex. Oh my god! But when and, is and not for tears? <laughs> See, my thought. I think I think Daniel's going to resign with WWE at some point. I don't know. He can make more money on the indies, dude, and work less. He he can use the indies to negotiate or out negotiate Vince McMahon. Yeah. Because if Vince really wants Daniel there, I think they do. Vince, uh, Daniel can be like, Vince, look at the Young Bucks. Look at Kenny Omega. Look yeah. at all these guys doing all these things on the independence, yeah. making all this money. I want part of that. And Vince is like, no, Daniel, we want you here. Yeah. Here. Here's $4 billion or however That's much just, he wants. Look, I don't Because care. Brian, as, as, much, as much fun as wrestling on the indies would be for Brian to go back to that, he's got a little girl now. He yeah. needs that that financial stability that WWE will give him. I was about to say, no matter it, it don't matter who, like I said, WWE, that's one thing nobody can compete with with WWE. If WWE wants somebody, it don't matter what somebody else offers them. WWE will will up that ante and say we'll, we, they, they offer you this, we'll give you double that yeah. or whatever, we'll give you more than that. But they yeah. made another great point. He doesn't trust WWE Medical. So Me. they sign him to another five-year so, deal. The next day, they can go. Oh, well, you're not cleared anymore. So go to go to trial with Punk. Punk's doing it. <laughs> Punk didn't trust WWE Medical. <laughs> I think Daniel's I gonna be very think, Daniel's gonna be very careful signing a new contract because Daniel can get more money from WWE than he's than one than he's making now. Two than he'd make on the Indies. Mm-hmm. But I think what'll help Daniel, and I think WWE might actually be the ones that would pursue this. They would give him more time off. Like, he wouldn't be wrestling as many live shows as he normally would. So you come work to TV tapings, work a live show every couple of weeks or something like that. They'd cut his schedule down tremendously for his health. Mm-hmm. I think WWE would actually push that more than Daniel would, honestly. Yeah. But in the indies, he can make tons of money and just work a few months a year. But not as much money as he could work in WWE. As the, yeah, yeah but he's already filthy rich. I would say he's filthy rich. I mean, he's, he's he's well off, certainly. Oh, but, he's, he's, he's but let's well put it this way: he, if he signs another five-year deal, he could sign another five-year deal with WWE, and the money they would give him in that five-year deal, he could retire after that fifth year and, and then, be set and for then life. sign a Legends deal. But but also be put into the Hall of Fame and just live the the best life, not just for him and and Bree, but for his little girl too. That's but, when, and then after that five-year deal, that's when he would go to the Indies. But just like Cody said in the new NWA vignette, he was like. Dude, going to the Indies was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life, but it's been the best thing because I don't answer to anyone. I do whatever I want. My character is mine. Everything I do, it's because I say I'm doing it. And I think Daniel Bryan would love that opportunity as as well. But Cody and Daniel are not the same. Cody doesn't have the health history. Cody does not have kids, if I'm not mistaken. Daniel's got more to think about. Than Cody. Cody could be it's me, Brandy, and everyone and the wrestling. That's it. Yeah. Daniel's got Bree, his little girl, you know, family responsibilities, stuff that he has to do as a father, not just a performer. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, being a father, there's things that as a father we don't want to do, but we have to do. So I, I think that's gonna weigh more on Daniel's mind than it would on Cody's mind. So you're My thinking he resigns opinion. with WWE as I, well? I think so. Okay. As, 
I think he'd resign like if they offer him a five year deal, like Pat said, resign, do them five years, retire, do a legends deal with WWE that would allow him to work like certain independent promotions so he could still have his name out there, still draw people to these these shows for these promotions and still do his independent thing, but he'll still have a legends deal to where they can call him like we want you to come make a guest appearance on SmackDown at SmackDown 40 or whatever. Come make an appearance. Come uh, film some stuff for the network because we're putting out a network special. Come you're, be a Hall of Famer. And they're going to give him some money. Still merchandise, let's, toys, let's, DVDs, games, all this stuff he can still make money on with a Legends deal and still work, like you said, a few ind- independent shows here or there mm-hmm. and make some extra money on the side. And he's going to be the top guy on SmackDown. Let's not forget, they just got a billion dollars from yeah. Fox for SmackDown. They're going to give Daniel. I, I think if they would re-sign Daniel, he will make close to, if not at least, a million a year. Well, then why are they having him muddle around in the mid-cards right now? It Because I think right now, they're not sure if he's going to re-sign. That's why he's... I, I think it's that and it's his, it, they're making sure his health is right. The day he, re-si- the day he re-signs a new contract, he's going to be in the world title picture. The, the day he no re-signs, doubt. they'll announce Brian versus AJ at Mania. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. He'll be in the world title picture the second I he re-signs so. a contract, guaranteed. I think, so. I think that's the reason he's not in the world title picture right now is because they're unsure if he's going to re-sign his contract or sign a new contract. Yeah, But you don't think that hurts his stock any? No. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it's Daniel Bryan. It, the only thing that would hurt his stock would be he commit a crime. He he become a felon. Mm-hmm. He beat up Nikki or something. That would be it. Bree. Bree. Bree, yeah. <laughs> Just well, Cena, Cena, up, Cena beats up Nikki. That's right. <laughs> no, I, lie. Um, I think if he beat up Nikki, most people would probably, he'd probably be more liked <laughs> by some people. I have a feeling. But so, uh, no, th- There's nothing wrestling-wise that would hurt Daniel Bryan. He's, no. he's, he's at that point in his career, like, he he's too well respected. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. Unless he you know does a, a rap video with Enzo, that might hurt. <laughs> him. Oh God! Or a country song with a uh, uh, Mickey James. Yeah, that might hurt. It. Garbage. <laughs> uh, let's go down to Cheap Heat. We got one thing in Cheap Heat. Ryan's got uh, apparently a video from Sammy Callahan. Yeah, Sammy Callahan just released a video. If you haven't seen it, it is on our Facebook page at the Average Marks. Um, so essentially. Um, he's going into a live taping for Impact, and of course, you know, he's like, you know, I'm here to get ready for a live taping, and you got this camera in my face. And then so he's talking about being disrespected, and he's tired of it. And he says, well, maybe I'll take my bat uh, over to ROH. Maybe I'll take my bat over to Jericho's Cruise. Maybe I'll take my bat. You know, he was name-dropping all these places. Um, So one of the places he said was all in. Do you think Sammy Callahan could show up to All In? I think so. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they do with him. Yeah. New Callahan Edwards again? No, no, no. It's got to be something I'm kinda, new. I'm kind of over that already, to be honest. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's possible. He's a he. Works if you want to make big news, so. maybe he comes in and he cracks Omega. Yeah, they're not. Nobody's touching Omega. <laughs> no. yeah. Not the money no, maker. Nobody's touching Omega. Not the money maker. Um, not the rainmaker. What, no. what? Okay, that's what I was fixing to say. What Okada, Okada. Okada's all in. Okada will be there. I don't. No, I don't think he's gonna crack. Okada, Okada, we want you to come to this huge show we're putting on. You can face Sammy Callahan. <laughs> that ain't happening. No. You're gonna hit get hit with this bat. Okada. I think he da- Okada. Just, Daniel he might Bryan? just come in and. 
you know, if anything, he'll come in and cause some kind of disruption mm-hmm. of some sort. Well, like he, like, he probably like, won't like, even wrestle. Like he'll be there, but kayfabe, he's not supposed to be there. If you, he'll you know? he'll probably not even wrestle. He'll oh, just no. show up in the middle of a match and just trying to crush O two fastball. Anybody else that's supposed to wrestle here? He ain't wrestling. Yeah. Well, okay. What about Jericho's cruise? You think that could be a main event on the cruise? No. No. Wow, that was pretty. No. Because Jericho's cruise is going to be a Ring of Honor tournament. I don't well, think. impacts they can, uh, they can get. I don't know how many impact other people are, deals? Or, or, yeah, but to go on a cruise? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't see it happening. Better bring your Tonys on that cruise. I hear they don't salt or pepper. I've never been on a cruise. Um, oh, me neither. But that is what I've heard. My uh, my one of my buddies that I work with has been on a cruise, and he said it was the best experience of his life, and he got home sick as a dog. So ah! <laughs> I uh, I went on one cruise. I was. 15 or 16 years old. I was, I was young. But it was, it was all, cruises are awesome. It's, was it the uh, Disney cruise or was it like a, no, it was a, it was a carnival cruise? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's the one that Jason went on. Yeah. Carnival cruises are the best. It was, I, except for the ones when the boat stops working. I work yes. with, uh, I work with Jason and I seen the process of him trying to get everything in line for the cruise and the headache and the gray hairs he was getting dealing with it. And I was like, man, I hope he at least has a little bit of fun on this, on this cruise for all the headache that he had. And he said he had a blast. It was awesome. So, so what do you get sick from? Like food? Uh, he doesn't know. That he ate when they docked somewhere or whatnot? He's not sure. Some of that third world country he, he food? He probably got a, the Mexican flu virus or something, <laughs> but I don't know. It cruises, uh, like I said, it's a lot of headache stuff to kind of get, you know, stuff ready for it. But once you get on that boat, it's, there's no, it's like nothing left to, yeah. to worry about. Yo, speaking of traveling, uh, real quick, all of our listeners out there, Patrick went to Columbia. And not for cocaina. Like the country of Colombia in South America. Not Colombia, South Carolina, he Colombia. Didn't, he didn't even bring me any coffee back. They got Colombian coffee at, at the Circle K. I mean, it's, it's there. <laughs> I, was, I promise it's 100% Colombian. That's what it says. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I, I always thought that was the craziest story. I'd be scared to go to Colombia, bro. Well, where we were, it was not like we weren't like in the, in the city. We stayed near a place called Bucaramanga. And uh, in the city would have probably been dangerous, but where we stayed at was sort of like, like uh, its own community. I think it was called like Florida Blanca or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And um, white Florida. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I, I didn't, I didn't name the city, <laughs> but it was sort of like, it was like its own community. It was like uh, sort of, it's kind of on top of a little mountain. You basically had to go through a gate and get by some guards to get in here, like guards that were standing there with sawed-off shotguns. In plain but, sight. But they're probably already paid off by the cartel anyway. And every time we had to go through, we had to show ID and all that stuff. So, like, I felt safe there. So, where we were, it was a very nice area, very nice place. They had, it was, we had a hotel. There was a supermarket across the street. It was like, it was a country club. There was a country, we were on a country club is what it was. But, like, there was neighborhoods around the country. So, it was like its own little community yeah. where we stayed at. Yeah. So, it was it was, it was we're all like the kind of the rich folks of Columbia State. Yeah, I'm too so, much of a Freddy cat. There's no way. Circle. You talking big, about the a big group of us? It's not like I went by myself. You're talking about the uh, the Circle K 100% Colombian coffee. I know for a fact that's not 100% Colombian. <laughs> they had a uh, a guy that used to work at the casino that is legit from Puerto Rico, and he he was talking with us one day. He's like, "No, I'm going back to Puerto Rico. I'll get y'all some of the Puerto Rican coffee. 100% Puerto Rican." It's like awesome. A couple of weeks later, he comes back with the coffee. We drank it. They had to have grown it in meth. It was so strong. <laughs> like, there's no way that coffee is naturally that strong. They had to grow it in something that I was cracked out of my mind the rest Heisenberg. of the night. 
like we drank it like seven that night four o'clock i'm still like wide-eyed and oh, shaking wow. like jesus christ <laughs> never again i'll take my community thank what you is in their stuff? <laughs> oh it was, ooh, so experience. we're done so we're done with cheap heat now? yeah uh, last thing we got, basically the Elias interview. We're about to walk with Elias here, Ron. You sat down with him. Yeah, I'm yeah. so jealous. Well, I yeah. wanted to talk to him. He, he called our uh, CBD4U.net hotline, and he's talking about the show that we have here in Lake Charles tonight. But of course, it's taped. He called in earlier because you know, I mean, obviously he's either traveling here. Or he's um, he might, might just got to the Civic Center. Yeah, he might, he might be at the Civic Center by now. Um, and it's not a long interview. I figured he had a lot of radio to do. Uh, us, Beaumont, probably Lafayette, Baton Rouge. Yeah, they were maybe. in Baton Rouge last night. So. Yeah. Um, just letting people know. So, uh, yeah, we had a pretty cool conversation. Talked about WrestleMania. Talked about him coming to Lake Charles, maybe playing in a little dive bar or something like that. So, it's a really cool conversation. So, here we go. On our CBD4U.net hotline, we have WWE superstar Elias. How you doing, my brother? Hello, I am Elias, and I am doing fantastic. How are you? I am doing great. Let's start off with WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans. I got to tell you, brother, when those lights went out and everybody was expecting Taker and you came out, that was gold. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute yeah, I, gold. I, you know what? I thought it'd be a nice treat if I threw everybody off. They were all expecting Undertaker. And guess what? Here comes Elias. And I've got a song to sing. So uh, for me, what a moment. What a moment in life. So for everybody else, it had to have been great. That's right. WWE's modern-day Bob Dylan. We have Elias with us on the line, the CBD4U.net hotline. So after that, you and John, you get tangled up in the ring. He kicks your guitar out the ring. And I know about guitar players. When I saw that, the first thing I thought, oh, my God, he just kicked Elias's guitar. Did you know that happened? Right, right. Well, I end up finding out about that later. I was dealing with some other stuff at the time. But uh, I saw that he did that. I saw a replay of it. Now, Undertaker took care of John Cena on that night. And I haven't seen John Cena since, but I can tell you this. I will not forget the fact that he kicked my guitar out of the ring of WrestleMania. No, no, no. That's your baby. Yeah. The next night at Raw... Dude, I love it how you gave it to New Orleans. I have no love for New Orleans as well, to be honest with you. And I was just eating it up the way that you were just trashing the fans in the city over there. It was awesome, dude. Now, let's talk about Lake Charles. Now, I know you've been to New Orleans. Is this your first time in the Chuck? It will be my first time in Lake Charles. Yes, sir. Awesome. Now, hey, look, you're a fit dude. I know you watch what you eat. But tell me, when you come to Louisiana, what is the cuisine you're splurging on? Listen, I, I, here's the thing, man. I get into town, and I start taking the scene. I start to take in the vibe. And this is where a lot of my, my song inspiration comes from. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk around Lake Charles, and if not too many people are asking for autographs or pictures, I'll test out some of the local food, okay? Uh, I don't know what that's going to be yet because I haven't been there. But I can tell you this, uh, however that experience goes is what's going to influence my song later that night. Awesome. We are talking with WWE superstar, the drifter, Elias, here on the CBD4U.net hotline. The big show is going down this Sunday. Doors open 6 p.m. Uh, event starts at 7 p.m. Now, you are challenging for the Intercontinental Championship. What do you have in store for Seth Rollins? 
That's right. Well, listen, I, I showed a little bit of what I got in store for Seth on Monday. He, he interrupted me, okay? And I am, I'm just, I've had enough of people doing that, all right? All I want to do is perform. I want to finish my song, want to do my thing and get out of there. But Seth wants to interrupt, so guess what? I smacked him with my guitar. And if that's not enough, I've got more for him on Sunday night. And if I could take the Intercontinental title with me, even better. That's right. I may see a halo bomb in his future, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Elias, man, thank you so much for spending your time with us. Now, let me ask you this. You're on the road a lot. What is, because I know you went to New Orleans, and it, you, you played in a bar over there. What is your favorite like like venue to play are you looking for like a little dive bar are you looking for a hard rock what like if if you're like man i'm gonna walk in there and i'm gonna strum it out and i'm gonna perform for these people what kind of place are you looking for well listen man at this point in my life you know i i was drifting around for a long period of time but now i am the biggest musical act on the face of this planet so only arenas that are fitting for the biggest musical act on the face of the planet are what i'm looking for so I want the big ones, man. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at stadiums, okay? That's what I'm thinking. But for me, you know, big arenas, Madison Square Garden, things like that, that's where I think Elias belongs. So if I got to deal with Lake Charles on Sunday, I'll do it. But uh, I could already tell you I ain't that happy about it. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Hey, I can tell you from experience, Lake Charles is ready to walk with Elias. Well, we'll find out. We will find out. All right, man. Good luck on your Intercontinental Championship match. And... As they say in showbiz, break a leg, man. Ah, thank you. I'll see you there. All right, bud. Have a great day. You too. All right. And that was our exclusive interview with Elias. Big props to WWE for giving us the shout out uh, and the opportunity to uh, interview a WWE superstar. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes when they give us those guys, when they come to town, you know, it's not, you know, like I remember one time we got Enzo Amore and we see where he's at now. Obviously, <laughs> we talked about him. Um, I remember He's one reincarnated. time. Uh, one time, uh, I got to interview Jason Jordan. That was kind of cool, and we oh, interviewed. I forgot you got you got to interview Kurt Angle's son. Yes, I interviewed <laughs> Kurt Angle's son before we knew it was Kurt Angle's son. So That's I couldn't awesome. ask him about being Kurt Angle's son. Unfortunately, how much longer is Steve? He's on the shelf for. He should be. He He's, should be ready to go. To, he was supposed to be back last week. I heard. So I'm hoping this is what happens because right now Chad Gable is just getting beat down by Ziggler and McIntyre. I'm hoping, and I, this might be an unpopular opinion, I hope they bring Jordan back, team him back up with Gable, and have American Alpha versus Ziggler and McIntyre because I think that would be awesome. Yes, because American Alpha were awesome in NXT. They were really they good. I enjoyed roster, them. And I don't know something. I don't know. There's, just, there's certain people that come to the main roster and it just doesn't work. And for some reason, American Alpha wasn't really working. They, won the, they were the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. That's, and that's it just I don't know, it fell apart. They split up. Jordan went to, to Raw. Now Gable's on Raw, so um, I think that this is a good time to kind of put them back together because Jordan right now, they're trying to give him a singles push by being Kurt Angle's son. That's not working. What I happened th- to Shelton Benjamin? He's Benjamin's still on SmackDown. Down. He's a singles uh, guy now. So. Uh, okay. The reason a lot of these NXT guys don't do that well on the main rosters is because Vince doesn't watch NXT. Mm-hmm. That's Triple H's baby. Vince don't care. Vince like, who you got to send me? I'm going to bury him. That's like, I hope they don't mess up Andrade seeing all of us. They will. Or or maybe it's because all these writers aren't marks. They wrote for soap operas for five years or more. Yeah. So they don't know anything about wrestling character development. 
Moving on. They really don't. Yeah. Uh, the last thing we got today <laughs> is uh, we put up a poll about Finn Balor. Got a yes. lot of votes on that. Oh man, yeah. This is uh, our second uh, most successful poll on the Facebook. So we asked, "Does and we got a lot of flag for saying title run because I guess it wasn't much of a run." Uh, but anyways, we we put, "Does Finn Balor deserve another title run?" Eighty-eight percent said yes. Twelve percent said no. How many voters do we have? Uh, at this time, 916. Jeez. Now, the let, Amp Nation has spoken. Let me read this. This is really good from uh, William Nichols. He says, Finn is a great talent, very athletic, and can be five-star matches, but he's not money. He will never draw like Cena, Rock, Lesnar, or the Shield members, etc. He's a step below the likes of Styles and Rollins. He can play around in the main event, but he can never be the main event guy. What do you, you guys know, think about that? You're an idiot. That's what I think. <laughs> Finn Balor is Snap. money, okay? Because wait, is Finn Balor money? Yes. Or Demon Balor money? That too. And that's the thing that I think even just without the demon, he's pretty damn good. Oh, but he's, Demon Balor is money, and that that that's how you know it's money because 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 Demon Balor shows up less than Brock Lesnar. I mean, <laughs> I will uh, I will explain to uh, who was it. Who made that comment? Nicholas. Nicholas. Um, that was that way. What one half of the former Raw Tag Team <laughs> Champions with with Braun Strowman? Maybe Nicholas? so. Nicholas. Um, I respect your opinion. I uh, disagree with it. <laughs> Finn, Finn Balor is money, and I'll tell you why. Um, current Finn Balor, that Finn, the Finn Balor that WWE has now, um, one hundred percent not money. Heel Finn Balor is money. Finn uh, heel Finn Balor when he was Prince Devitt in New Japan, was one of the most over guys in the company. He is the founder of the biggest wrestling group ever, the Bullet Club. He is the founding father of Bullet Club. He is a heel. The The face run that they're trying with him, it's working, but it's not next level working like Nicholas is talking about. Not Cena working, not Rock working. Finn's a better wrestler than Cena. He's a better wrestler than Rock. He doesn't have. He has charisma. It's just not face charisma. Yeah, it's it's not European. good guy charisma. It's bad guy charisma. I once he turns heel, once he turns heel, you will see Finn Balor's money because people are going to pay to watch him either get his ass kicked or kick some ass. <laughs> Do you think if he showed up as a face every pay per view, he turned into the demon? Would that be money? No, because it's going to get overused. And it's going to be, oh, here, here comes the demon again. You're going to get used to it. Since he's been in the main roster, though, he's, he's only done the demon, what, two, maybe three times? And he won a world title with it. He did. Universal. It's it like the, when he was in NXT, they did it perfect. Uh-huh. And even because they did it for every takeover, which every three or four months. Yeah. And even that was almost to the point where it's okay, it's a little excessive now. Mm-hmm. I, you can't have it every, other, every month. You're going to get burnout on it. It's just. It's like guys not changing their T-shirts. Like if 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 uh, Bullet Club wouldn't have a new T-shirt every week yeah. or every month, you'd get tired of seeing the same old T-shirt. I'm also a little surprised they didn't use Finn Balor, the Demon Balor at WrestleMania. But then I guess because well, he, he was wasn't going to go over, why use it? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Demon Finn Balor's undefeated. Mm-hmm. He is. So. Now, uh, Brian Newcomb says yes, but in 205 Live. Uh, <laughs> Patrick, delete, wow, delete, that was strong. Delete your account. 
Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Finn Balor would put on great matches at 205 Live, but Finn Balor is so above 205 Live. Oh, my God. Brian, if you could have saw Patrick's I wonder face, if, he would have uh, slapped you. I didn't want to slap him. I was just like, what are you? Like, you're an idiot. I, I, wonder, idiot. I wonder if 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 uh, if he goes to 205 Live, maybe he'll be money enough for Nicholas. <laughs> maybe so. No, Finn Balor on 205 Live would be horrible. It, 205, he wouldn't even bring 205 Live up. 205 Live would bring Balor down. No. Oh, yeah. Balor's above that. Sorry. Let's put it this way: two hundred five live need would need obviously would need Balor more than Balor ever needs. Exactly, live. exactly. So we thank everybody for the votes and the comments. Yes. One more comment from Rod Barr: He says, "Nope, there's two hundred five live wrestlers that bring more in ring and better on the mic." Um, I think fine on the mic. I mean, he has that. He has a, he has a thick accent, him, but Let's, I think he's fine on the. Look, uh, last Monday he came out and faced Braun Strowman and slapped him in the face. I think I think Balor's great on the mic. That's just he's not tremendous. He ain't the Miz. He ain't um, you know what Enzo was on the mic. But as good of a wrestler as he is, he doesn't need to be great on the mic. He's good on the mic, and that's good enough for what he can do in the ring. Okay, I want you to pull up the two hundred five uh, two hundred five live roster right now and um, go through the names, and we'll go through them and and just say the names, and then we'll see if they're better than Finn Balor or not. I guarantee you 100% of them, them people are not better than Finn Balor. Are we talking in ring, or are we talking in mic? In ring. Oh, okay. In ring. Uh, hmm, let's see. Uh, oh, roster. Here we go. On the, the personnel. Because I'm going to tell you now, Finn Balor's going be to uh, be a better wrestler than anyone on 205 Live. I don't want the Performance Center. The- I'm not making fans this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know you have one for cruiserweights. Uh, Cedric Alexander is is probably the best uh, wrestler on two hundred five live, and he's not going to touch Balor. I mean, we had a damn good match, and I would pay money to see Balor versus Alexander. Okay, but Alexander, right, so I'm gonna go over the names. Real okay, quick. okay, Akira Tazawa. Right. Um, I love Tazawa. He's not as good as a wrestler as uh, Balor. Arya Davari. No. Get Buddy Murphy. Face. Get out my face. <laughs> Cedric Alexander. He's up there. He's not. He's not as good as Finn, but he he's probably the one on two hundred five live that would uh, give Finn the most run for his money. Mm-hmm. Drew Gulak. No. Jack Gallagher. No. Grand Metalik. It's a different style, um, because of that luchador style. But uh, technically, no. Balor. Uh, Hideo Itami. Oh, uh, Kenta. Yes, Hideo Itami. No. Itami sucks. Kenta was awesome. Kalisto. Oh, I love Kalisto, but no, he's uh, him, opinion, him and him and Balor would put on a damn good match. Oh, yeah. Though I'd love you gotta to remember, see that Kalisto's match. a former United States champion. I think Kalisto, in my yes. opinion, is the best wrestler on Two Hundred Five Live. Uh, you probably, yeah. Crap, I missed. Uh, go back. Okay, oh, uh, Lince Dorado. No, Mark Andrews. I love Andrews, but no. Even I will disagree with this one. Mustafa Ali. No. Uh, Neville. Well, why is Neville? On Neville what? 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 Oh, no, wait, hold on. It says inactive. Oh, just in. Well, hypothetically, <laughs> Neville. Spoiler alert, Neville's back. <laughs> <laughs> From the Neville. news desk. It, it, it says inactive. No. Contract dispute, um, so. Maybe Neville, but I think Balor's still better. Uh, yep. Neville has the high flying on... Jeez, uh, I don't know. That, that's a good one. That would be a good uh, one. Neville's inactive, though, so it don't count. Uh, <laughs> two, two former NXT champions. Did they two, them two fight in NXT? I don't believe so. I don't think they. I don't would believe have been, so. That would have been awesome. Uh, and that's, that is another one I'd pay money to see. No, uh, Noam Dar. No. B. Brian Kendrick. Oh no, God, no. TJP. No. Uh, I, Tony I like TJP, but no, Tony Nese ain't there. He's more. 
No. And that is your 205 live. The only one I'd say is close to Balor is Neville. I would uh, say. I, I think I, Alexander's like two or three steps below this Neville's. This is what like I would one. rank. As far as, you know, wrestlers on that this show, I put Kalisto one, Cedric two, Mustafa three, um, and then probably Buddy Murphy four right now. And I'd probably put maybe a. Uh, I'd put Tazawa at five. Tazawa was like really Tazawa. good. That was good. He wrestled the other night. I watched. He, he he's he's great. I've seen Tazawa uh, on PWG. He was a cruiserweight champion for what twenty four hours, something like that. six days, something like that. He was um, very very short reign. He was. I've seen him wrestle on PWG, so I know what he can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's his full arsenal has not been shown on two hundred five live. Mm-hmm. Let me just put that out there. Well, with that being said, I think we are. Uh, I think we're done for the day. I think so. Yeah, it. we want to give a big shout out to WWE and WWE superstar Elias for joining us today. That was a big surprise and much appreciated. Also, check us out online, AverageMarks.com. Whatever podcast platform you choose, we're most likely on it. Just search The Average Marks. If you're on iTunes, give us a rating and give us a comment. That's going to help us get in the algorithm and get suggested to other iTunes users. We really appreciate it. Check us out every week, streaming on YouTube. It's going to be a weekly thing now. So um, I'm thinking about uh, upgrading my laptop as well. Um, I don't know if you heard the uh, other one. That one's about 13 years old, Brink. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's still kicking, though. It's a Toshiba. I was, say, I was about to say, is it a Toyota? <laughs> really good. Yeah. So, but uh, I'm scoping out the Amazon, uh, the uh, Walmarts to see, <laughs> to see to see if we got uh, some other good ones out there. Oh, you, you catching Patrick dancing? If you're watching on YouTube right now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Marcus said uh, earlier that he Googled it for us back in 1991 through 1993. There was a WCW New Japan Super Show. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. And then also he said that uh, that would be a dream match. Hashtag Punk versus Brian. Oh yes, so it would be. Oh, I know they have, but not has been under the WWE banner. No, well, they've wrestled Independence before too. Yeah, I, I, I know they wrestled Brian before. In a warehouse somewhere, but like well, Ring, back of, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, oh, Ring of okay, Honor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would make sense. Yeah, so we'll shout you out on YouTube as well as we'll. Uh, you know, I've been typing with Marcus all all show long. So, um, if you want to watch us live, YouTube is the place to do it. Follow us on Twitter at the Average Marks. Brink, thanks for coming in today, Thank bro. Thank you. Uh, I have one thing before we leave. When when are we doing the Money in the Bank preview show? Ah, uh, probably. I would say that Friday the fifteenth. Okay. Or the is it the fifteenth? I think that Friday. 15th. Okay. Oh. Um, oh yeah, I see the calendar right there. Yeah, I'd say the fifteenth. What you mm-hmm. think, Ryan? Yeah, sounds Friday good. Friday the fifteenth. Okay. Oh. Uh, I want Elijah in studio. Uh, <laughs> the the longest reigning um, amp, so amp scorecard champion. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Has some issues. No, he'll be with here. Elijah. He's defending his title. Yeah, I'm still not happy about that. But he knows more about wrestling than his father. Just saying. Oh <laughs> snap! Oh. Tad Gummit. Shots fired! Shots fired! I want Elijah next week. I want him in studio. <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. In two weeks. All right, I think that's it. Let's go ahead and wrap this show up, Patrick. Outro. You've been listening to The Average Marks Podcast, a Lake Area Media LLC production. The views and opinions expressed in this show are those of Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry and are not affiliated with any wrestling promotion or company. Follow The Average Marks on Twitter and subscribe to us on iTunes. For all Average Marks links, news, and free podcasts, visit AverageMarks.com. Average Marks.com.